0: Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and his will for us. I'm your host Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive in to today's Bible verse, Mark 9:30. Today's Bible verse is Mark 9, 30. They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were. Today's verse and the passage surrounding it, it really challenged my inner beaver. That part of me that can get so caught up in the numerous chaotic situations exploding all around me, the part of me that can allow the ministry demands of today to overshadow the vision for tomorrow. I can forget that effective ministry and leadership isn't about getting everything done. Instead, it's about investing in others and doing my part to equip them for ministry. Jesus provided the perfect example for how to lead well and in a way that can lead to exponential multiplication and effectiveness. He was able to remain accessible to the masses, meeting the needs he encountered while remaining fully invested in training his disciples. He knew when to make himself available to large crowds and unexpected men and women seeking his help. But as today's verse indicates, he also knew when to quietly pull away in order to focus his time on the group of men he would one day leave to launch his church. I don't know about you, but that can be really hard for me. I can become so busy today that I forget to build into tomorrow. I forget to ensure that there will be others to fulfill my role, even go beyond it, once I step down. I'm better able to do this, however, when I remain clear on my call and my mission. Meaning, yes, today God is asking me to co-host this podcast. But that's not my ultimate mission. My mission is to make disciples. And that's true for every Christ follower. Jesus told us in Matthew 28, 19 to 20, to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything he commanded them. Notice, he didn't say go make converts, although they would certainly need to do that. That is a prerequisite for discipleship after all. But Jesus never intended for us to separate discipleship from evangelism. Notice also Jesus told his followers to teach their disciples to obey everything he had commanded them. That's a lot of teaching. In other words, his disciples were to invest in others, a manageable few, in the same way in which he had invested in them. And he spent a lot of time with them. More than a one-hour doctrinal 101 class held once a week for four weeks. He lived and served with them. He invited them close. He carved out time, even when that meant slipping away from the pressing needs of ministry in the moment in order to prepare them for greater impact tomorrow. His ultimate mission wasn't to feed the masses, although he did that, nor was it to heal the sick, although he did that as well. His ultimate mission was to advance God's kingdom and to save souls for generations He was forward-thinking. He always kept an eye on what lay ahead in the next year and the next 2,000 years and beyond. And he invested in that. He invested in those who would carry the baton, so to speak, once he ascended and returned to the Father. And after he left the disciples followed in his footsteps. They invested heavily in discipleship. They shared their lives with those they led because that was the only way they could model what it looked like to live in and to live for Jesus Christ by inviting others to come alongside them and teaching them as they went. That type of investment takes time, energy, intentionality, and focus. As a parent, This might mean saying no to that volunteer opportunity in order to read and discuss devotions over dinner or to share dinner together, period. It may mean limiting our children's activities as well, which will benefit them in a few ways. First, it clearly communicates you are worth my time. Relationships are worth our time. And it also frees space in our busy schedules to disciple our children. And finally, it teaches them in a much more powerful way than our words ever will, how to say no to the good in order to say yes to the best. As a boss or a team manager, it may mean cutting or delaying a project in order to allow for more individualized training. Or maybe delegating tasks, even if those we delegate to don't complete them quite how we would like, in order to free some of our afternoons for one-on-one coaching conversations. As a ministry leader or a pastor, we may need to eliminate a program or slow down our organization's growth in order to build and educate our team. That takes faith, surrender, and long-term vision. And probably the courage to let a few balls drop today so that we can enlist the help of more ball catchers and ball tossers tomorrow. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for sending your son to demonstrate what a godly, effective life looks like. A life of impact. We want to follow Christ's behavior. We want to model our lives after his We want to invest in the few so that they can invest in the few and they can invest in the few because we know that is how the world will be changed and your kingdom will be expanded. In those moments when there is chaos all around us and we are tempted to run in a thousand different directions and just to fill our schedule with one task after another, after another, after another, chasing fires today, help us to hit pause, even if only for five seconds, Lord, and to seek you in those moments, because we know that our stress never has to do with the situation or with the person, but instead with our interpretation and what's going on with us internally. And so help us to be more alert to the root of our behavior and the root of our emotions. Are we behaving in fear? Do we not really believe that you will carry our organization or our ministry, that you have good plans for our children and that you will guide us towards how to best parent them towards those plans. Do we not believe that your plans for us are good? And if we follow you, if we surrender to the things of you, do we not believe that you will lead us towards your very best? Whatever is the cause, Lord, give us insight so we can begin with your help, with your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to change the root of our behavior so that we can more fully experience the joy and peace-filled life that your Son died to give us. It is in His name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Givens and Steven Sanders with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com and you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day.